It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. And here we are. Today from the nation's capital, if you'd like to be part of the program, all you have to do. 800-848-WABC. That's the number to call. 800 848 and, of course, plenty in the news. There's a big uh, event here tonight that I'm going to go to. And, uh, I'll, yeah, thanks. And I'll be here for a few days. So Donald Trump, finally, Letitia James, the witch hunt has moved into a new phase. After three years of whining, complaining, B.I.Aching, the New York Attorney General has filed a lawsuit against former President Donald Trump, and she went after his family, as expected, associates and businesses. She has alleged that there were numerous acts of fraud and misrepresentation regarding his financial statements. She held a news conference, said this morning, that Trump has inflated his net worth by billions and Billions of dollars that his children, Don Jr., Ivanka, and Eric have helped him. Mr. Trump and the Trump Organization repeatedly and persistently manipulated. Well, she said manipulated, but they manipulated the value of assets to induce banks to lend money to the Trump Organization on more favorable terms than otherwise have been available to the company. The company to pay lower taxes, to satisfy continuing loan agreements, and to induce insurance companies to provide insurance coverage for higher limits at lower premiums. Wow. Amazing, all this that she found. Of course, Letitia James began going after Trump even before there was a case to be made. She had none of this. She just said, we're going to go after him. He's a political opponent. And so she and these bunch of hacks that work in her office 
that have now weaponized the New York Attorney General's office to go after political opponents have created a case against Donald Trump, and the Trump attorneys say that they're looking forward to defending their case. Today I'm broadcasting from the Heritage Foundation studios here in Washington, D.C. You know, they have, uh, soon they will be breaking down ground, excuse me, a little tongue-tied there, breaking ground on the Rush Limbaugh studios. That was announced to Rush before his death, and something that he was very, very humbled by, the fact that the Heritage Foundation would build a studio complex in his honor. It is not yet complete. One of these days, God willing, when it is complete, I'll be broadcasting from there too. But it's a pleasure to be at the Heritage Foundation. And I am going to be speaking for the remainder of the week with people from Heritage about some of the various things that concern us all. Heritage, as you know, has had a long history with the conservative movement. And we are going to continue and have dialogue with them on a number of issues while I'm in Washington, D.C. this week. I would love to know what you think about the Trump case, as it were, that's being brought by Letitia James. I know what I believe. It was lame. Yeah, well, I think this is a I think this is a call out for political warfare. You know, I know that sometimes when you talk about getting even with people, it is very, very, it is not the moral thing to do in some cases. It is not something that most of us would aspire to do, to get even with those who come afterwards. You know, there is a belief that we should let vengeance lie with the hands of the Almighty and that we shouldn't try to engage in vengeance ourselves, that it is beneath us. We are in a political war to save this country from Democrats. And there's, I mean, there's no other way about it. When I, when you look at what we are engaged in with the Democrat Party, we are engaged in warfare. They have been committing warfare on Donald Trump for ages Ever since he decided to run, this move today is just another in the series of attacks on Donald Trump and his family. And so what needs to happen here? I would argue that today, if Donald Trump has supporters that are very well healed and don't mind making an investment, they should invest in hiring the very finest private attorneys the private investigators that can be bought, that can be had. And today, the investigations ought to start in every single member of Letitia James' family. Let's see whether we can uncover any dirt there. Letitia James doesn't mind going after family. Somebody should actually take a look and see who is in her family closet and what they've done. They've gone after Trump Associates. Expand an investigation. Look at every single person that has been associated with Letitia James' family with her over the years. Investigate them. They went after the children. Look after the children if Letitia James doesn't have any children worth looking at. 
because of age or other things, they might be too young or whatever, then certainly her associates or some members of their family do. In other words, it is time to stop just taking this two-tier justice system lying down. Do you realize that Hunter, Hunter Biden is still walking around between Malibu, between wherever else, as if nothing happened? He's a sick puppy. We have had incidents. Last week it was reported. I didn't even raise the story on the air because, to me, I don't deal with a lot of the lurid stuff. But it was reported last week that he had ordered some of his crack cocaine to be delivered to him through the U.S. mail system, which is a violation of the law. We know that the gun incident, the incident which involves him illegally in possession or use or something of a gun, was covered up and that the government has refused to let journalists see the files from it. They just plain out and out are just running cover for this guy. You hear all the time, and I'm not one of these guys. I'm not going to spend the the precious time that I have with you going over Hunter Biden's tragic life every single day. But we do know that with the many things that could be looked at to see if there is criminal malfeasance, none of it is looked at. Yet you can have this woman who declared a war on Donald Trump before he was even elected. A, a witch hunt. She went fishing, looking for something because she didn't like him, because she hates Donald Trump, because she's a Trump hater. Democrats can hate Republicans and then weaponize their offices to go and take Republicans out to politically assassinate them, to politically try to mortally wound their careers and believe it, that is what this is. This woman, that woman in Georgia, they want to politically assassinate Donald Trump and his family. So what should be the response of Republicans? Just sit back, tail between legs, timidly saying, oh, look what they're doing to Trump. Oh, tis, 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 that's too bad. Who else do we have that we can put up? No, that shouldn't be the response at all. The response should be 100% support for Donald Trump and actually play hardball with these political hack Democrats. And if need be, yes. If need be, yes. Turnabout becomes fair play and turnabout should be fair play. Every single person associated Every single person associated with Letitia James should be investigated. We should see what's in her closets, so to speak, and the closets of her family. It is time to stop letting Democrats have a one-way parade marching over Republicans that they wish to destroy. It's time for all of that to stop. James Golden. Most Nervous Rush Hour here on 77 WABC Talk Radio. If you want to be, again, part of today's program, 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. We are coming back right after this.
The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's the dark side of what? We don't need no education. Yeah, well, you've come to the right country. We don't WABC Talk Radio, 77 New York. James Golden Snurdy with you here. No, we've got better things than dark sarcasm in the classroom. We've got teachers that want to do things. Uh, Yeah, another brick in the road. Pink Floyd brings us back. We're here in Washington, D.C., as I said. What? Leave them kids alone. Ha! The teachers are trying to lead them into surgery. Depending on what state you're in. Speaking of other bricks, we're here at Heritage Foundation today, and I am pleased to have two of the great people that work with Heritage with me right now. By the way, your phone calls. Yes, I see them. We are going to get to them. I would give the numbers. Every single line is already full, but 800-848-9222 if you want. Anyway. Lori Reese, you are the director of Heritage Border Security. Yes, <laughs> Border Security and immigration. What What is border? Do we have border security anymore in America? Not currently. We had it pretty good uh, during the last administration, but this president, Joe Biden, has uh, rapidly undone it. You used to be with DHS. That's right. Yeah. Yes, I was. Uh, I worked at uh, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. Uh, the agency responsible for administering immigration benefits. And unfortunately, right now, uh, this administration is ruining our asylum system and call, labeling everyone who crosses that southern border as an asylum seeker. And uh, it is truly harming those who have actually suffered from persecution. I, am, I do a podcast, a regular podcast, with um, a Todd Benzman, who was with the Center for Immigration Studies. She's done a lot of reporting from down. You, you know Todd. Yes, I do. Okay. One of the things that Todd uncovered when he was down in Central America and Mexico all the last time is this whole scam on asylum. It's a scam, right? So you had immigrants that came through uh, the Central American trail. Mm-hmm. They get to Mexico. They're asked in Mexico, where are you going? Why are you here? Oh, we want to go to America because we want to make money. Mm-hmm. Wrong answer. You got to go back. Well, then they're intercepted. They're intercepted by these third-party NGOs. That's right. One of them, by the way, happens to be won by a group of Jesuits. I like the Jesuits, but what are you doing? Um, The other is run by a guy that's connected and gets some funding from the United Nations. And these immigrants are brought in. And all of a sudden, after a lot of questioning, they find the traumas that were in their life. And here they are, all of a sudden, traumatized. So traumatized that they just have to get in America to avoid political prosecution. And this doesn't happen once, twice. It's thousands upon thousands upon thousands. We are on track right now to have more illegal crossings and more asylum crossings into America than any time in our nation's history. That's right. For this fiscal year, we've already crossed 2.1 million illegal entries. And we still have a month to go in this fiscal year. Uh, The case backlog at U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services is 
8.4 million cases. Now, those aren't all solemn cases, but a lot of them are. And so those who are actually persecuted, um, they are the ones who suffer. But most of these claims are fraudulent, as you say. And they're coached that way by the NGOs south of the border. And it is encouraged and, and known by this administration. Yeah. Delano Squires, is, is my pronouncing your last name right, sir? Uh, you got the la- last name right, but the first name wrong. Delano. I'm so sorry. It's all good. Delano. Delano. What's up? You're new at Heritage. I am. This is my first full week in the office. See, and I got you on your first full week. First mm-hmm. interview, first full week. I feel You are a researcher. Honor. You 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 research uh family, marriage. <laughs> what is marriage these days? Well, in this building marriage is uh the lifelong union between one man and one and one woman who are committed to one another and all the the children that come from that fruitful union. What is marriage to the society these days? Um, that's, a, that's a totally different question. So as of right now, it's any two consenting adults, but um, unless things change and we get back to our senses, it may end up being three, four, five, six, and and. Well, what's wrong knows? with that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, yo, I'm just asking. Right, right. I mean, okay, you want to marry a dolphin? I'm sorry. Um, I didn't want me to go cross species on you yet. Um, okay, so marriage has changed. Right. And now pronoun. I hear people, I hear these kids calling themselves names, and I don't understand why. I just had a, hey, Kev, do we have one of these pronoun things in the in the uh, library? Do we have, the, what do we have up there that you can? Yeah, the pronoun, let's, let's listen to this together. Go ahead and play it, and let's hear what some of these... Yeah, we're going to have to give, I just call for it, so we're just going to wait, load it up, <laughs> and then, yeah, I, these kids call themselves everything, and it's part mm-hmm. of this whole new family of human beings, and I don't, sadly, I guess I'm old, and I don't understand what the purpose of any of this is, or, or mm-hmm. why it's happening, but uh, it looks like even the definitions of everything that human beings once knew, and, and definitions that have Existed for millennia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's one of the things that that you'll notice about the left is that their first fight is always for the dictionary. It's always to control terms and and to be the the arbiters of language. Um, And that's why when you uh, step across the line and you transgress by describing things in the way that they've always been publicly understood, why they get so upset about it. Let's play it. Thank you so much for asking about my pronouns. Everyone misgenders me on my comments, and it means so much that you asked, and you're trying to be respectful, so I love you for that. So I use the pronoun Zezer. Um, I chose these pronouns because in my head, they, them, as a non-binary person, means like like no gender, but Zezer for me feels like it's um, like sliding, like Z and Zer. Like Zezer. Do you understand Zezer? I don't speak German. Who can keep it's up? Not, it's not. It's not German. Who can keep up? Zezer. It's Zezer. Another calls oneself paint, paint, and oh, wow. you no, no, and so paint, paints, paint, or stuff like. And look, you're being disrespectful if you don't acknowledge that these children, these children, mm. have rights to demand that you call them whatever you, whatever they want to be called. We 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 have a lot of children in all seriousness, that have uh, all different types of, of mental health issues, anxiety, depression, 
And and I think one of one of the things that we're seeing here is the des- that innate desire to be to be um, acknowledged and seen and affirmed is working itself out in in kids um, who feel like they they have to create new identities to be um, accepted in society. So one of the biggest problems here in America is that too many people with too much food and too much time on their hands feel like they don't have enough problems, so they create new things for themselves to. Uh, find problematic. So that's why when you see this individual, who I'm sure is a woman, she sounds like a woman, yeah. and you address her as she or ma'am or madam, she'll say, no, my, I'm a Zizer Zim. And, and if you don't uh, acknowledge me as such, then you know, you're know you not respecting my pronouns or, or my personal identity. So uh, it's, it's all a mess. So you picked right, you remember who she is. She's a Zizim. A z- <laughs> a zim, zim. Okay, so I'm going to ask you both a question. Now, you've kind of explained a little bit about your roles. So what's Heritage going to do about it? Mm. Oh, oh they just traded off. Oh, you should have seen that. It was the, <laughs> it was the both way point. No, Woo! you take that one first. <laughs> okay, so what's Heritage going to do about it? So for immigration? Yeah, what's Heritage going to do about it? We... What y'all going to do? We, so our borders are open. We don't care if you like it or not. We'll let anybody in. Terrorists? Hey, come on in. If you have a disease... Oh, we're not supposed to say that because, you know, remember when that Trump, that awful, evil Trump guy said people were coming over the border with diseases? That was bigoted. But when we mean they're not checking for corona, they will check teachers and throw them out of their livelihood in New York mm. if they don't, if they're not. But, hey, you can come over the border. So what are y'all going to do about it? So one is a constant drumbeat of exploiting and exposing. Mm-hmm. Two is getting enough members in the next house to introduce serious legislation that will actually solve the problem, close the asylum loopholes, end the 20-day detention limits, uh, and go after uh, the unaccompanied alien children issues. Are you promised you're going to work on this? Because I'm asking you straight up. Do you promise that you will work on this? Because here's what Republicans have been given for years. We've been given this. Oh, yeah. We've been given all this crap about immigration, right? But but at least you're not as bad as the Democrats. So, because the Democrats, just one thing, the Democrats, y'all, have been hosing Hispanic people forever. They talk all this uh, stuff about trying to be their friends. They could have had DACA. Barack Obama had the whole thing. They had the White House. They had the House. They had the Senate. Did y'all get DACA? Yet. No. No. Yet. And then Joe Biden. They have the House. They have the Senate. They have the White House. Did y'all get DACA? Did y'all get that immigration reform that they've been promising you? Did you get that pathway to citizenship? Oh, hell no. You know what you got? You got higher taxes. Mm. You know what you got? You got inflation. You know what you got? Higher gasoline prices. So do you promise if Republicans, are you going to put every single piece of pressure that you can on these people? Because we have our establishment rhinos, too. They don't want immigration reform. That's right. In addition to talking substance, what I always say is we need real conservatives with spines this time who are not only going to introduce this, but see it all the way through and not run away when they're called racist. Okay. I mean, if, if they're not going to go after it when we're, we are in this state with this sort of national crisis, then they're never going to do it. So uh, th- this is the time we need to do something fast because our country is, is slipping through our fingers. All the good work that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
what are you going to do? Is it just going to live here and be put on some piece of paper? Are you going to get somebody going to get out there into the neighborhoods where this stuff matters and starts talking to people about what's going on with their families? What are you going to do? I, I, that's a great question. I think, obviously, again, I'm new to Heritage, so I don't want to speak out of turn, but every everyone that I've spoken to in, in this organization um, has been on the same page as it relates to marriage, and I have no doubt that we will be the last institution standing if everybody else loses their mind the last one standing, um, defining marriage as it's always been defined. But part, part of what we want to do um, is to uh, encourage legislators, right, lawmakers uh, on the Hill to, to fight for uh, the family, right? And that starts with defining marriage as the, in, in the way that God designed it. One man, one woman, one lifetime. Um, now, some of those people may need some more, some, uh, more encouragement than others, and I think there are ways to 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 do that um, in, in the spirit of collegiality, but but part of what it is is I, I see heritage and and I get this from listening to to Dr. Roberts and, and other people within the organization as leading a, a, a rescue mission for our kids because I think for too long uh, establishment conservatives have been um, uh, willing to just go along with humanitarian efforts, particularly in the transit area of of, of trans issues. It's well, we've seeded the ground that kids can transition. So let's just try to do as much as we can to carve out religious protections and, and, and rights for parents, all of which are good. But we need to start from the position that our kids don't belong there and start there first. Right. We need to acknowledge the, the reality of sex first and then say anyone who wants to lay a hand on our children, who wants to, to uh, batter their bodies, mutilate their bodies or destroy their minds, um, is going to have to come through us to do it. Uh, wow. <clears throat> well, ladies and gentlemen, Heritage Foundation, still alive, still kicking. Oh, you yeah. hear them right here at WABC Talk Radio 77. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. WABC Talk Radio 77, coming back right after this. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Now I've heard there was a secret And it pleased the Lord, but you don't really care for music, do you? Leonard Cohen, whose birthday is today. Leonard Cohen, who is the fifth, the minor fall, the major. I mean, the man is genius. What he was genius. What can you say? This is, of course, one of his masterpieces. Hallelujah. WABC Talk Radio 77. Okay, you know, our favorite, Karim Jumbia, has been added again. Hey, Jen. Uh, Jumbia said that, you know, Joe Biden said, pandemic's over. Everybody go home. Pandemic's over. No more mask. No more mask. We're done. And people are saying, really? Is that it? But you guys, are... and then, of course, they sent out Karim Jumbia. And this is what Miss Jompia had to say. Also on the 60 Minutes interview said that the pandemic is over. There's been quite a bit of pushback 
to that uh, statement by the president. Where is he today on that? So just to step back for a second, what we saw during that interview, uh, 60 minute interview, when he made those comments, he was walking through uh, the, the Detroit uh, car oh, show, the woman. halls of the Detroit car show, and he was looking around. <laughs> what does that have to, to do with The it? last time that they had held that event was three years ago. Even as Yeah, we because you people shut down things. You shut down the country. Shortly so I mean, what? Let it go, let it go. ...in person for about three years as well. So we are in a wait, different wait, wait. time. He's been very consistent you know, about she that. She talks to people and like this, stupid. why is because we are now prepared. We are now ready. We so we know are in a how to deal with time. this pandemic. It is now more manageable. It's not as disruptive... It is now more manageable. Been, uh, in, the prior, ...in the prior years. And so, and it is because of what this president has done on day one. Have you ever known somebody that just we thinks they're smarter than you and they talk to you like you're stupid? It. Meanwhile, they're really not smarter than you. That's this woman. She thinks she's smarter than us. And she talks to us like we're stupid. Meanwhile, she's not smarter than us. In fact, if you don't go there, James, don't start name calling. Speaking don't get of there. name calling. Okay, I won't. The view. I mean, look, the view is the view. It's always going to be the view. Right. But this Sonny Hostin woman, and I didn't know until yesterday that that wasn't her real name. She went after Nikki Haley. If you haven't heard the exchange, please listen to this exchange. Her going after Nikki Haley, who she says calls herself Nikki in an attempt to try to, I guess, erase her culture or whatever. So this was the exchange that happened on The View. This is what organizing looks like. Nikki Haley's gone by Nikki since she was a child. It's mm -hmm. documented in high school. I wouldn't be shocked that as somebody, an Indian woman growing up in South Carolina at that time, she actually did to avoid prejudice. So I just want to be careful about critiquing yeah, her there, for going by the name some, There are some of by. us that can be chameleons and decide Sunny not to hosting. embrace our ethnicity so that we can pass. Sunny, so I don't think that's don't fair. You go by a different name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be the one to say because it. But. Americans can't pronounce Asuncion because of the... But sometimes I would say what Alyssa's saying is that people gravitate to names for different reasons. No, I'm, I'm just going to kill this conversation. <laughs> that was Whoopi, and that's not her real name, who killed the conversation with Sonny, which is not her real name, over Nikki Haley. But as it turns out, Nikki is Nikki's real name, and Nikki is an Indian name, and it's on her birth certificate. So Sonny Hostin, again, racist, bigot, intellect of, well, okay, don't let me start talking about the woman's intellect. She's just prejudiced, just bigoted, and as wrong as she could be. Meanwhile, she accuses us of not being able to pronounce her real name. Well, what is her real name again? Kev, what's her real name, Sonny's real name? Asuncion. How come we can't pronounce that? Beats me. Asuncion. 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 What's the whole part about that? Pretty easy to me. What, what does it mean? I guess, you know what I'm guessing? I guess it means ascension. That is close to the name, like that that name comes from, I bet you it has a religious context. It does indeed. It means assumption of the Virgin Mary into heaven. Okay.
See? Yeah, so so, th- so she insults all of us. We Americans are too stupid. We can't get her name. She insults Nikki Haley and labels this false accusation that Nikki is somehow trying to run away from her Indian roots, when in fact the name is an Indian name, and Nikki has been using it on since she was a little child because it's on her birth certificate. It's what her family named her. And this little bigoted, this bigot on The View has not apologized. This bigot that calls herself Sonny. These women, I tell you, boy, how'd you like to live with that one? Oh. She's pathetic. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, oh, let's yeah, head yeah. to. <laughs> not good. Not good. Let's, t- <laughs> let's head to the telephones. Clarence and Queens, you're up first. WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdy. What's up, Clarence? <laughs> afternoon, Mr. Uh, Golden. This is Clarence, and I'm basically the attack that the AG Chris James is leveling on against Trump. It's against the American people. Just like what the social media companies did when they banned Trump when he was president, she's doing the same thing. Did you hear that they're trying to prevent Trump from running a business? And not only him, but his family. That's the type of stuff they used to do on the royal side when they had their revolution. So uh, your daily BS is great. I'm still reading for your book. And thank you for letting me speak, sir. Thank you, Clarence. I do appreciate the phone call. Ladies and gentlemen, if he says the daily BS, you don't know what that is. That is the twice-a-day news blast that we put out. All you got to do is go to jamesgolden.com to pick it up, the daily BS. And I cut through all the BS. That's what we do. John in the Bronx. You're on WABC Talk Radio 77. Well, how you doing? Listen, I can't understand. Mm-hmm. I have a hard, problem, a hard time understanding why you care so much about the society. Look what you're talking about. I agree with a lot of I, I think the stuff you're saying. Roe versus Wade. I believe a woman should only have an abortion in case of the health of the mother, the health of that's it. Uh, same-sex marriage, out of it. You can't read the Bible. That's stuff. Don't, don't you know all the negative that's being done in this country? It, all, 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 the, all, all, all the negativity that's being taught, transgender. You can have, you can have a sex change in, in the military, you're a transgender. I mean, doesn't you get, don't you, you know, that's why, why, because of this, why would you care about this country? Don't you see? Why do I care about this country, John? Let me answer your question. America is the country that has brought more freedom to more people than any other nation in history. How can you not care about this nation? This is my nation. This is the nation where my ancestors died, yours too. My ancestors lived and died in this country trying to make this a better country. This is the country that is of my birth. We have a birthright here. America our legacy, our freedom, this is what we all have. We are Americans. Why do I care? I care to see that this nation returns to the prosperity, that returns to being the light of the world. I care that this nation is able to give immigrants coming in the same kind of freedom that we always have to come here legally and that we show the world by example what American exceptionalism really is. That's one of the reasons I, those are some of the reasons I care, not all of them. How could anyone not care about America? 
That is my question. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Oh, this is the slow version. This is, uh, yeah, this is not the original. This is Sly and the Family Stone. Thank you. But the reason I was asking for it is because if you listen to the original Sly, thank you for letting me be myself, this, the original. On WABC. And then you listen to Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation. You'll know where Rhythm Nation came from, right? You see what I'm saying? See what I'm talking about? Slide to Janet. Janet Jackson and Rhythm Nation. On WABC Talk Radio 77. Let's head back to the telephones very quickly. Joy in Brooklyn, New York, you are up next. How are you, Joy? Hi, how are you? I, I always love to um, hear your show. But there was something that you played yesterday with Don Lemon, and he was on a show where the woman said, well, who are you going to reparations from? The Arabs, the Africans, that whole lot. Well, I think that Don Lemon was dumped on because he didn't know. The United States, we paid reparations to Japanese when they were in the intent, when they were, what do you call the internment, when they were in the, in the camp. But when it comes to paying African-Americans, it's always, well, wait a minute. We have to always get this group. Well, what about that group? Well, how are we going to determine who's really a black American and who's not? It's always an excuse when it comes to African-Americans. And I can easily give you one. We can go back and say anyone who's been in this country from 1950 and forward who can trace their lineage. We could even start at 1900 because a lot of blacks from other countries started coming into the United Joy, States beginning in Joy, the 19th. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Joy. Why should we? Why should we? What do you mean? Yeah. This is what I well, said. Why should we? We are owed, we are owed reparations. Nobody okay. owes you okay. anything, Joy. Joy, Joy no, you're honey. asking me a question. Why? So I can give you an explanation. And, and I'm giving why. you. You said we're owed. We're owed. Who owes you something? Yeah, I, why do you walk around with this States idea that government. you're entitled to something? The United States government owes black Americans money. The United States don't owe you nothing. More than just slavery. You know what, Joy? Joy, people gave their lives so that we could end this horrible uh, injustice. And, and you and I would agree 100% on how evil slavery is, especially chattel slavery. Chattel slavery was one of the worst things to ever in, be inflicted on human beings in life and the effects of it are still being felt centuries later so i agree with you on that part but when you walk around here talking about you are owed something no you're not live your life move on move on 
Joy, I'd love to hear from you. Tell you what, if you call on Saturday, we'll have a little bit longer time to give to you because I want to hear your full take. And I'm not trying to, to be mean to you or anything else. I just have a different point of view than you. So can you call Saturday when we have a little bit more time to talk about this, Joy? Can you? I will try. What time are you still okay. on? I will try my Yeah, best, I'm on Saturday really morning. Is that, so wake up, have your cup of coffee, and then let's talk reparations. I'm on between 7 a.m. and 10 on Saturday. But um, okay. I, And I'd love to have a longer chat with you. Okay, Joy? All right. Take care. Have a good one. Thank you. You too, darling. Uh, Jacqueline in Brooklyn, how are you? I'm good, James. Uh, I, it's always nice to talk to you, and I want to just thank you for always allowing me to speak my mind and put my two cents in. You were talking about a lawsuit against Letitia James. Well, I'm going to go one step further than that, actually quite a few steps further than that. I'd like to put out an APB to all the smart, shrewd, ambitious lawyers throughout the country who want to make a lot of money and want to make a big name for themselves. They need to start bringing class action lawsuits against many of those that are in political office. Starting at the local level, at the uh, assembly level, the city council members, working the way up to the mayor, the congress, the senators, the governors, all the way across the board up to the federal level, especially and including Merrick Garland, Mayorkas, Haha the Hyena Harris, Biden, and Madam Lugosi, for misusing and misappropriating our tax dollars for rolling out the red carpet and inviting all the illegals into the country and giving them everything, and not to, not to mention all those who were killed by fentanyl coming across the border. Right. We deserve an enormous tax refund. Then they should also go after the mainstream media. They have a responsibility, as you well know. The media is supposed to maintain skepticism toward government officials and policies in a democracy as a form of checks and balances. They were and are derelict in their responsibilities. And I spoke Jacqueline, with Mayor Giuliani. Uh, honey, honey, I love you, uh, but I'm going to stop you right there because I just want to get one or two people in before we have to go. Time is running out. You know I only have an hour. So listen, call me again, and I want to hear the rest of what you have to say. I love you dearly. Michael, Union County, New Jersey. You're on James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly. Make it quick. Michael, Golden. time's running out. I wanted yeah. to get you in. Um, Patricia James is only following the book that uh, was written by, um, or the directions that were written by uh, uh, Woodrow Wilson when he was present uh, uh, and got in because uh, uh, Teddy Roosevelt ran on the Bull Moose Party. And if it hadn't been for uh, Wilson... I don't think we would have had Woodrow Wilson was one of the most racist, vile, racist presidents in history. The fact oh, that absolutely. he still has bridges and institutions in the, in Washington, D.C., named after him, is a disgrace. And I love your line of thought. George in Mount Sinai, you're up next. Hi, Bo. Um, I'm the court clerk. I talked to you before. We would learn more in the local bars than we did in the courtroom. A friend of mine works in Georgetown. He's retired in one of the bars the Supreme Court people go to. The judges weren't there. But he was telling me that uh, a lot of the people said once the leak started, Roberts, they weren't going to put out the decision so quick, which is probably going to hurt the Republicans. Roberts insisted they put uh, a decision out. They were going to hold it. And because of that, that may change the election, and they will take it fine, the leakers, if they really wanted to. So really, this smells. I don't know what you think about this. Well, George, I think I would love to. We'll never learn who that leaker was unless it's by some, some luck 
I don't. But we need to talk about that again. Amy, 35 seconds. You got to do this. You got to do it quick. Amy, New Jersey. Hello, I Amy. Thought it was in- Hi, can you hear me? Can you guys yeah, hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Hi. I, going back to Nikki Haley, I just wanted to say that, like, my closest friend is, is Indian. Her her birth certificate says Amrita, but her whole family calls her Miko. And there are, like, stories in Jhumpa Lahiri's books, I think, Interpreter of Maladies, about that's, like, a, something cultural where children get their nickname. So it just shows... Um, the, you know, the other one, whatever her name is, her ignorance. Sunny Hostin. Right. It just shows how ignorant she is, you know, completely ignorant of the culture. That she she's a Democrat. <laughs> and, she's, and she's a hateful liberal. What can you say? Amy, thanks for sharing that. Look, folks, we got to run. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Be back tomorrow, 4 p.m. Boston Early's Rush Hour. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. Thanks to my friends here at the Heritage Foundation, my crew in New York, and my crew elsewhere. We'll see you later. Bye. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.